Wow. 20 episodes of Chew the Clock. As always, I am Peter Gibbs, and this is AV Boyant's production. And before we start off today, I just want to thank you for sticking around with me for 20 episodes. I never would have guessed it last semester when I was doing the first few, and it's come a long way. So I thank you for sticking around and joining me on this really fun podcast. I've had so much fun doing this, and we still have half a semester to go. Today's episode was recorded on April 5th, and I have a good one for you. Instead of a deep dive on one game, though, and also the podium, I'm going to replace those with a quick look at how each Riverside City College team has done lately. Then you'll get the usual segments, such as the Hayden Kulik Power Hour and Buzzer Beater. With that, let's play the intro. run through each sport, give a brief description of how the season's going, and then I'm going to discuss how the team's last game went. Let's begin. First off, we have the baseball team. They finally had their winning streak ended against Cyprus on March 31st, but since then, the Tigers have won two straight, and they really took that loss to heart. They have won the last two games by at least 15 runs in both matchups. The latter game was an 18-3 victory for them, which had a six-run first inning. When this episode comes out, RCC will be warming up for a doubleheader against Santa Barbara College. They are looking to have 30 wins by the end of next week. So it's been a record-breaking season at this point, or at least it feels like it. I'm not sure exactly what records they might be breaking, but it's close. But anyways, make sure to catch a game. It's a very good team, very fun team, so much going on with RCC Baseball. Moving on, RCC Softball has actually been a little streaky lately. After winning three games in a row, the team has lost three straight, coming into a matchup yesterday on April 4th. And in that matchup on April 4th, the Tigers won by a final score of 17-9. The bats finally came alive. The defense held it together, and it was just a really good win against Golden West. Right now, softball is in the midst of a four-games-in-four-days stretch. At the time of this recording, the team is currently playing Orange Coast College, but they will be taking on Saddleback and Fullerton in the next couple days. Now let's talk about golf. RCC plays second in the Riverside host meet on April 3rd. The group has really been on fire lately, with the team placing no lower than second in its last three matches. That's pretty good. You know, it means that everybody is really striking the ball well. Uh, The putting is probably really good. Everybody's keeping the ball in the fairway, avoiding any big mistakes going left or right of the fairway and going into the rough. So good job for golf. I... You may not know this about me, listener, but I am a big golf guy. And with Masters Week this weekend, I'm really excited. It's a perfect time of the year, and I'm excited to see 
how golf does professionally. And seeing RCC golf place well lately is really getting me inspired for the weekend. For both men's and women's swimming and diving, the squads have done really well lately. Both groups competed in the OEC, that is Orange Empire Conference. That was meet number two on March 24th, so it's already the second meet of the season. That was a couple weeks ago. The women actually placed second in that matchup, and the men placed third. So well done to the women. Good job to the guys. Good to see. And uh, the season's wrapping up a little bit for, for both teams from swimming and diving. We'll see how they do, but they've placed really well lately, and it's been a good year for both teams. Just like Swim and Dive, the two track and field squads were in action this past weekend at the Arnie Robinson Invitational in San Diego. Each team competed in a large number of events and placed well per usual. Next up, though, is the Mount Sac Invite. That is on April 8th. We're going to see how the team does. Well, both teams, I should say. Uh, they've been really well, really really good lately. Um, they've also had to been deal... Uh, Rather, they've been dealing with practicing at UCR lately. You can check out a story about that and why that is on our issue that is out today when this episode comes out. Or you can go to viewpointsonline.org to read the story and why track is practicing at UCR. Finally, let's finish with tennis. The women's team played April 4th. However, at this time, there are no results for that match. By the time this episode comes out, hopefully there are, so you can check that out at rccathletics.com. But before then, the squad defeated Cyprus 7-2 on March 30th. They've had a really good year, women's tennis. Um, I've covered them a couple times, and you can see how the team is built, and it's very good. Uh, it's a young team. That is the one thing. And so we're going to see how the rest of the season goes. Experience is key in this time of the year. And RCC kind of lacks it. So we'll see what happens the rest of the season. With men's tennis, though, I have some big news to announce. For the first time since 2018, the team has won the conference title. Now, I do want to clarify, it's only a share of the title. But... That is still a great year for tennis. I mean, props to them. It's head coach Evan Perry's, I believe, sixth year coaching the team. So he had never experienced a conference title, if my facts are correct there. So it's really good to see. Congrats to men's tennis. I'm looking forward to covering them in the playoffs. Now, for the segment that you all know and love, it is time to welcome back Mr. Hayden Kulik for the Hayden Kulik Power Hour. All right, Matt, welcome back to the Power Hour that's not even an hour. 15, 20 minutes, maybe. Hey, you know what? We have fun on this one, though. Yeah, we do. uh, We do. Today's topic we're going to talk about is NBA playoffs since it starts next week. Yeah, starting up super soon. Uh, but the play-in game is what starts first, and so I want to talk to you about that and get your thoughts because at the moment, most of the teams are set mm-hmm. for the playoff picture. The West is not fully set, but the East teams are all set yeah. except for seeding. 
Yeah, the only things that can really change, I mean, the play in seeding can change. Like, uh, it's not really set to who's going to be the eight and nine seed. Mm-hmm. That can either be the the Hawks or the Raptors at this point, I think. And uh, the Heat and the Nets are uh, flopping back and forth between the six and the seven seed. Mm-hmm. The Heat need a little bit to go their way to get out of the play in tournament. Mm-hmm. I think they need to like win their next couple and they need some some net losses your, in there your heat man your heat disappointing every time i flip on a miami <laughs> heat game but what can i say uh so give me your thoughts what do you think the final seeding is going to be like because uh, i feel like one two three in the east is fine you're gonna have bucks celtics sixers i don't mm-hmm. think i don't think anybody flops there Four no, I mean, and five is already set with cleveland hosting the knicks in the playoff yeah that 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 pretty much has to happen. Yeah. But um, I think that uh, we're pretty much looking at the seeding right now. I think that the the Heat are probably going to play the Hawks in the first like playing game or whatever. Okay. Although the Heat do have potential move up because the rest of their schedule isn't the hardest. Mm-hmm. But they do play the Sixers in their next game, which mm. is tough matchup. Tough there. matchup for sure. And. Uh, the Nets also have some easy games, too. Like, they play the Magic next. Okay. So, it's not... Yeah, the, the Heat needs some uh, help from their some help fl- from sure. the other Florida team. Yeah. So, I'm going to say... Well, who, who do you think is going to be the ninth seed? The Raptors. The Raptors. Probably going to end up as okay. nine. So, you got Raptors versus the Bulls. Bulls. And, in my opinion, in a one-game playoff, Chicago's going to beat... The Raptors. They have more top end talent than the Raptors do, and more experience. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But the Chicago Bulls. They've just been so disappointing this year, man. I mean, true, but the second half of the season, or more so after the the All Star All Star game and All Star break, they've been really good defensively. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to give it to them to win that game for that reason. I just love the idea of the Raptors about how like they just have a ton of like the same size dudes like playing different positions. Very switchable. Super switchable defense. I love it. And if Fred Van Fleet can actually find a shot for once in his life this year, <laughs> I think they can they can win that game. Yeah. So then we have the 7-8 which Based off of where it is now, it would probably be the Heat versus the, the Hawks, Hawks, like you said. I'm going to go with the Heat. I'm going to go with the boys. They got more depth than the Hawks do. Dude, it's, and I'm saying something because the Heat really don't got depth. But in their last two matchups versus the Hawks, the Heat have beat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in the same division, so they do play more than like two times a year. Yeah. But in the last two games, they have beat them. Although the Hawks, they've... Uh, They've put together some good games recently that I think they're positive in like their last five or ten. They have okay. a positive record or something like that. Uh, they actually just beat the Bulls in their last game. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think the Heat will take it down. Okay. They have had a tendency to lock up the team's like opposing point guard this year. Yeah. And, you know, Trey Young's their main source of offense. So, mm-hmm. so in that case, we've got the Heat moving on. Yeah, as the seven. And the eight. Up for grabs between the Hawks and whichever and, team they play. Yes, I'm I think thinking the Bulls. Hawks, you're picking Raptors. I would say 
the Hawks would win. Yeah, also. I think I think the seven and the eight as they currently are just yeah. going to be like it is in the playoffs. I don't know if these any of these play play in teams are really going to make any noise. Yeah. So in that case, the Eastern Conference would be set with Bucks versus Hawks. the Hawks. You'd have the Celtics. Celtics versus Heat. Yes. You'd have the Sixers versus the Nets, and mm-hmm. you'd have the Cavs versus the Knicks. Yes. Um, just out of that, give me your Eastern Conference Finals matchup. I'm going Bucks versus the Sixers. You think so? Yeah, yes. I think that's very, very possible I th- outcome. I don't think it's the Sixers' year, mostly because I just don't like Philadelphia sports in general. I'm sorry, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. but uh. I think the Sixers will finally make it to the conference finals, but Giannis is just too good for them. So that is my prediction. I'm thinking, thinking hard. It's a tough Eastern Conference. I don't blame it's you for pretty, picking anything. Pretty. Else. Uh, I mean, I think the Bucks are going to be in there. Okay. Bucks Sixers. That might be it. But I have a lot of faith in the Cavaliers too. Ooh. Well, you know, the Cavs would face the Bucks in the second round if yeah, it gets yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying possibly yeah, an upset there? Maybe. I think I have a lot of faith in the Bucks. I think they might be the best team in the NBA right now. But okay. in that second, potential second round matchup, they have a really tough matchup. So I wouldn't be surprised if that really tires out the Bucks and makes them That's fair. a bit more vulnerable That's for the next series. Point. Because, uh, I don't know. They got some. They're a really hot team. Like, yeah. I don't know. They always. Uh, they got um, some really good rim protectors over there. To, I mean, you can't stop Giannis, but you can help neutralize him in a way. Yeah, I mean, the guy's going to put up 20 in a playoff game, no matter what. It's <laughs> just, are you going to give him 40, yeah. 50, or are you just going to keep him to below 25? I think Jared Allen and Evan Mobley can do a pretty good job at okay. slowing the dude down for All the right. most part. I see it. I see the vision. Yeah, I see but it. I think I'm probably going to agree with you there on uh, Buck Sixers. Okay. So before we give our finals predictions. Let's move on to the, the West. West. Uh, at the moment, it is the Denver Nuggets, mm-hmm. the Memphis Grizzlies, your Sacramento, Sacramento Kings. Kings. That's like everybody's favorite team this year. Even though I'm a Lakers fan, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying Kings basketball for Dude, once. Kings ba- it's a fun team to watch for sure. Yes. Uh, the four seed is the Suns. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, it seems like the top four seeds are pretty much set. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's catching them. But everything after that is just up for grabs. Yeah, it is. It it's honestly switching daily. <laughs> Listener, by the time this game this episode comes out, the Lakers will have played the Clippers, and those two teams are tied for the sixth seed at the mm-hmm. moment. So the With winner, the Clippers having the tiebreaker yes. right now. So the winner of the game tonight, when this episode is being recorded, basically will more than likely get the sixth seed. Yeah. Uh, because the Warriors, I think... They're only one game ahead of the sixth seed. Ooh, that's a tough one because the or Warriors... Or no, half a game. The Warriors are not good on the road, and they, they have suck. two of their last three games on the road. So here's my bold prediction for you. Mm-hmm. The top six seeds will be... The top four will be fine. The Lakers will be the five seed because I'm a Lakers fan. I got to ride them till I die. Jump up that high. Uh, and the Clippers will be the six, meaning the Warriors will drop from five all the way to seven. So likely, very likely. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think is going to make it in the bottom half of that play-in? So, 
because right now it's the Thunder and the T Wolves as at the ten and the nine and the Pelicans at eight. Who who's the eleven? Is the eleven still in the Jazz? Are they the eleven is the Mavericks and the twelve oh. is the Jazz and the Jazz are still alive. Okay. Well, I don't think the Jazz are making yeah, it because no. they lost to the Lakers last night. Yeah, when the no, they're not doing scored. much. <laughs> the Mavericks. I saw their their thing. They have to go. I think undefeated ish. They have to go um, and have some help. I think they make it with three wins and one Thunder loss. Okay. Or something like uh, if they go two and one and the Thunder need to lose two. So I love the Thunder a lot. Such a fun team. They're not making the playoffs though. I'm going with the Mavericks as a 10 seed. And here is my ultra bold prediction. Your 7 and 8 will be the Warriors and the Pelicans. 9 will be the T-Wolves. 10 will be the Mavericks. The Mavericks will knock out the T-Wolves. Mm-hmm. The Warriors, since they'll be at home, will win, setting up a very, very fun matchup between Luka Doncic and Steph. Zion. Oh, no, oh, yes. Yeah, oh, Zion. Zion, yeah. Zion, because I think he'll be back by then. If I'm not mistaken, or will he? I don't know I don't about Zion. I have but no idea if he's would... going to play basketball ever again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not that. Bad I know, I know. Uh, but I imagine he'd be back, and so I'm going with the Mavericks and the upset because I trust Luca and Kyrie in one game versus anybody, except for the Lakers, just because I, I love the Lakers. Get what you mean about mm-hmm. trusting those two. But in their last five games, they're one and four. Two of those losses were back-to-back lo- losses against to the them. Charlotte yeah. Hornets. Yep. Against the Hornets, not a very good team at all. Oh no, that's they're one and five in their last six. I oh, counted wrong. That's not good. But I just think, like, I keep seeing quotes every day about the Mavericks. They're top stories. And Luca says he has to play better defense, and I think he's going to finally just tap into some extra reserve of energy. They're going to make it, and once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you there that anything can happen in the playoffs. But give me your play-in game scenario. Let's so, go 7-8. Who do you think is going to be playing? So I think Lakers are going to end up as a six seed. Okay. think that... The Clippers are going to be the team to fall into the play-in. I think Warriors are going to find a way to stay at five. Gotcha. And uh, other than that, I think the picture's set. I don't know if the Mavericks are making it in. I really don't, just because of how cold they've been. Although, the Thunder do have a marquee matchup where they play the Jazz. Ooh. I don't know if they play tonight or like tomorrow. That's a fun one. They play They play tomorrow. So that is a two teams fighting to stay alive in this play-in tournament right now. Mm-hmm. So... Game has a lot resting on it. Yeah. And um one thing about the Thunder is they have potential to get a get a player back. They got potential to have Chet Holmgren play for them if they play in, really? play in April. I had not heard about that. You hadn't yet. seen that? Yeah. No, he, I had uh, not heard that. His listing on like the stuff is no longer like out. It's like questionable or like doubtful stuff like that. No, he has that makes it so much fun, man. I know that makes it more interesting because that team desperately needs a center. They got like six nine Jalen yeah. Williams playing center and yeah. he uh Really ain't holding his own. Interesting. Okay, so so give me your predictions then. What do you got? I think they'll end up playing the Timberwolves. Timberwolves will beat them. Okay, fair enough. And uh, I think the Clippers are going to beat 
the Pelicans. Okay, so Pelicans T Wolves. Pelicans T Wolves, and that's going to be a really good game. Depending on the health, uh, the health of Zion Williamson, I don't know if he's projected to be back then, mm-hmm. but I'd probably take the Timberwolves if the Pelicans miss the playoffs. So here are our top eight for you. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you had Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Suns. Well, yeah. The well, the Nuggets are going to be end up playing the Timberwolves. Yes. The Grizzlies Against are going to end Clippers. up Clippers, which that was going to be a fun one. Kings I like those two teams playing Kings each other. Kings and fun. Lakers. Kings, Lakers, and Suns, Warriors. Suns, Warriors. Okay. Correct. Okay. It's a lot of good matchups there. Yes, lots of intriguing ones. Some divisional ones too. Well, you know, like the entire Pacific is in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, And that means mine is Nuggets versus, I said Mavericks. Mavericks. Nuggets, Nuggets, Mavs. And then uh, Grizzlies versus Warriors. Warriors. I said the Kings Kings, will play the Clippers. Clippers. And the Lakers will play the the Suns. Very intriguing ones, no matter how you do it. So... In your situation, Lakers Suns would be super, super That'd interesting. Be great, man. A Kevin Durant and LeBron James first round. And the only thing is, it's going to be disappointing for either team loses in that situation. Yeah. Both teams are led by like extreme star power. Yep. And it's like, would LeBron and AD really be able to come over? Like Katie, Devin Booker. I guess you could throw Chris Paul in there, but. <laughs> DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton. I guess. Uh, I guess. I guess, dude. But, uh... DeAndre Ayton's gonna leave the stadium crying after, <laughs> after like, five or, like, seven <laughs> games against Anthony Davis, dude. Yes, sir. Well, uh, let's just go with our predictions for the Western Conference Finals. I think I really have to play into my Lakers homage... Bias. Bias, yeah. It's bias. <laughs> they beat the Suns. That one's actually, like, reasonable. That one, no, yeah, that's... And then it's not impossible for them to play the Nuggets and beat them because no, it's not. they are a good matchup for the Nuggets. The Nuggets have not been the best team lately. Yep. Jokic hasn't been... Doing his thing. Honestly, like, his past month, he really hasn't been the MVP of the league. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Lakers in my Western Conference Finals. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to go... Hmm. It's kind of funny with the the West because yeah. yeah they have like a lot of depth to them but I like the the top teams in the East I think are better than the top teams in the yeah, West. I agree. I agree for sure. I'm gonna say the Lakers play in a rematch of the early 2000s, Sacramento Kings. Now that's a blast from the past. That's a storyline and a half. That man. is a storyline. Because uh, there's all the people talking about how like that conference finals was like rigged and stuff back then yeah. to make the Lakers make the playoffs. Yeah. So that would be that'd be fun if the NBA does have a script. That's <laughs> probably on it. <laughs> uh, give me your prediction from the West. Shoot. Well, it's like I believe that a lot of the lower seeds are just better than the higher seeds. The, the, the lower seeds have dealt yep. with a lot more adversity. Other yep. than the Grizzlies, Grizzlies have dealt with some stuff. Grizzlies are an interesting team. We, we won't talk about them too much. Because if it's Clippers-Grizzlies, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised to see the Clippers take that. Agreed. Really wouldn't be surprised. There, there might be a lot of upsets from what I'm like thinking. Nuggets are going to 
beat whoever they play. I think in the first round, I don't okay. think any of those teams really got. They got the takes. depth for it. But the thing is, it's like those second round matchups for me are just so tough. Because so for me, it would be uh, Lakers Kings first round. Mm, yes, you're right. That'd be fun too. And I think the Lakers would win. I think the Lakers uh, got what it takes to beat the Kings. Okay. Kings got no defense. Okay. Although they may be a 50-win team this year, which is crazy. I, that's absurd. <laughs> They've had such a good turnaround. It's fun to watch. It is so fun to watch. And then it'd just be a... I don't like the Suns. Okay. But they're going to end up in the conference finals, I think. Against... Who? It's so tough. In this scenario, you've got... Probably the Grizzlies. I have a lot of upsets. All the lower seeds are going to end up in the later rounds in my world. You've got the Grizzlies taking on the Lakers, I imagine, unless you got the Grizzlies is losing. Well, I said the Clippers might beat the Grizzlies. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> so, so what? You got Clippers versus the Lakers in the... No, I said... Uh... It'd be like Clippers, like a. Well, well. So you oh, said the geez. Suns in the conference yeah, finals, yeah, yeah, which yeah. means they beat the five seed, mm-hmm. which is the Warriors, and yeah, then they yeah. beat the one seed in the Nuggets, mm-hmm. which means you've got the six seeded Lakers yeah, beating so the, the the Kings. Thing Kings, and that would have the Clippers the beating the Grizzlies. So, so we got an LA matchup, man. Dude, who, there who is an taking? LA matchup in that second round. Who man. are you taking, man? Dude, seven games. Nobody gets home court advantage, by the way. Dude, it's Lakers. Lakers get seven games at home. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but, you know, you're right. I think if the Clippers play any other team than the Lakers in that scenario, they win. They, they win. Okay, but the Lakers but are going to win. The Lakers might be the hottest team in the NBA right now. They're on fire, man. Since they've made those trades, they've been such a good team. Yep. So, yeah, Lakers-Suns. Wow. All right. So we got in the East, both of us picked Bucks and Sixers for our Eastern Conference Finals. And in the West, you've got Lakers-Suns, and I've got Lakers versus Kings. This just sounds crazy to me for both of us to put the Lakers in I know, there. I know. But. Uh, all right, I'm going to let you talk first on your finals matchup. Who's going to be in against who? I... First off, I'm thinking the Eastern Conference Finals goes to six if it's Sixers versus Bucks. Or no, it goes to seven. Goes to seven. Okay. And it's like just so hard to pick between those two because I think both of those teams are better than both of the Western teams. Yeah. Just like straight up. Fair enough. I think Embiid has a really good chance to make his first Finals. Okay. Carry his team there because right now he's been carrying the load for them. Like crazy yeah. doesn't even feel like the other players are showing up <laughs> like he scored half of their team's points like was Just it last night, night or more like than that. half or something like that all right so you got the sixers against however oh we got however oh he's giving us a, a little throwing you for a loop here man a little wrench throw the bucks are making the finals okay I think the bucks make the finals okay. just because there's a man by the name of chris middleton who hasn't been playing all season and that man's gonna play in the playoffs You're right He's an elite second option to Giannis. He's a he's a make or break type of guy. And then Drew Holiday this year has been like a spark plug. Like, yep, <laughs> it was he's kind an of all star. He is an all star. And then uh, 
he dropped like 50 something one night and then backed it up with like an eight point performance <laughs> or something like that <laughs> but uh, many different faces of drew holiday we saw drew holiday two years ago just clamp up in the playoffs and uh, I, I think that's going to help. I mean, I okay. personally think that guy's going to like murder James Harden on the court or something. Fair like. <laughs> you take away a second option, you're you're yeah. you're, you're sitting pretty. I agree. I think Bucks make it. I also think the Bucks have the better player in the series, mm-hmm. while Embiid is having the better season. Giannis is the better player. I and think come playoff time, you go with the better player, regardless. Yeah, I think that. Uh, the league is just forgetting that Giannis exists when it comes to MVP votes because if in my book that dude's like the MVP every year. Yeah, that guy's so good. He does everything. He really it's does. It's probably just because he's missed a few games more than. Yeah, more. it really is probably. But when it comes down, I mean, for me, it's Lakers Suns. I'm thinking we do a rematch of 2021. I think there's a rematch in there. We got the Suns versus the, the Bucks. Bucks. All right, man. I, you know, earlier this season, I was convinced that the Suns championship window fully closed. Kevin Durant's on that team now, so and that's a world of difference right there. It's a very, it's a very similar matchup from the beginning or from twenty twenty one. Only mm-hmm. difference is Kevin Durant and an aged Chris Paul. Yeah, so that's a fun matchup. I'm going to go with the Bucks as I mentioned, mm-hmm. and I said Kings versus Lakers, and I've been riding that that Lakers train all day. But the Kings are going to win it. You think the Kings are going to make an NBA Finals? I think the Kings somehow, some way, and I don't know why I'm saying this. I kind of hate myself for saying it. (laughs) And I'm sorry to my dad, who's probably listening and is a Lakers fan, but... uh, Sacktown. Sacktown, man. They've got the vibes. They've got got the energy. They really do have the energy. All right. This be, I think it's the first time they make the finals since like the forties or the fifties yeah, or something a like long that. Time, man. It's it's crazy. So, Kings Bucks, who wins? The Bucks. The Bucks in like five. <laughs> in like five games. Five games. So I there mean, you have it. There's our. There, there's well, not yours. much. I was gonna say the Buck. Or I, was, oh I still gotta do Bucks gosh. versus Suns, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. I, All right, rematch. What we got? Last time it went to what six? Giannis dropped like a fifty point triple double in game yes. six to the close Suns it out. The Suns started off two zero and then they lost four straight. I think that the Suns miss out on another ring. Is it going I, seven? It's going six or seven, somewhere around there. But I think Chris Paul just can't do it. Yep. Brooke Lopez has been going crazy like the past like month or so. It, it's it's simple. The paint gets clogged by Giannis and Lopez. Mm-hmm. Durant gets guarded by either Giannis Chris or Middleton, Chris Middleton. Fully and capable those are defender. Good defenders. Devin Booker gets locked up by Drew Holiday. Like it's <laughs> just a good matchup for I know, the Bucks. It's, it's it really is a good matchup. I mean we already know. I mean, we could say that Chris Middleton's going to guard Kevin Durant, but, like, both Kevin Durant and Giannis are unguardable. Yeah, true. And it's going to—I have a feeling it's going to feel like when they played each other in 2021, when Giannis and KD played each other then. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a battle. Yeah. KD's going to miss out on going to the finals because his foot's too big. He's going to miss out on a ring this time because of it. Yep. All right, well, there you have it. So we both predict— the Milwaukee Bucks to win the NBA Finals this year in a very exciting, very intriguing, 
a really fun NBA playoffs. Real quick, though, in my scenario, in the scenario. Heat played the Boston Celtics, oh. and the Heat will win. Okay, well, there you go. He just wanted to throw his team I just wanted, in there. I just wanted to throw him he in there. He had to throw him uh, Just for the Well, because I feel like it's up. a very talkable point because the Celtics were, like, the top team in the league for, like, the majority of the year. Yeah, they've slumped just a bit. Part of it's because, like, Jason Tatum is dealing with, like, multiple injuries. I think he's got, like, he's got a hip thing going on. He's more streaky. You know, and then he's got, like, a shoulder thing going on. Yep. Jalen Brown's been having to carry in a lot of the load, and that man turns over the ball way too much for them to be successful again, I think. Okay. Well, there you have it. There's how our teams are going to do. And that's who our NBA Finals is going to going to go to the yeah. Bucks are going to win it according to Hayden and myself yeah um I'm just going to put this out there don't know how, how much my opinion matters I had literally one of the worst March Madness brackets <laughs> in the country we want to we want to say that before we go uh, I was Madness. six I was ranked 16 and a half million oh my gosh dude in the country you know we did a bracket you and I with my family <laughs> and you had your entire final four out by the first weekend. I think. That's it's not good. No, it's not. I, I'm really hoping I can redeem myself one day. But Next year, maybe you'll have a better year, but uh, not after this year. I didn't have a single bracket that was like even somewhat decent. Anyways, uh, yeah. Anyways, I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> you you got to vent a little bit. But uh, thank you, Hayden, for joining us again. Next week we'll talk. Well, next week is spring break. I don't know. Listener, we may do an episode. We may not. If we do, I'm we'll hear us about hockey playoffs. Oh, yeah. I get to teach this man hockey. I'm going to learn in between. Yep. I'm going to do some studying. There you go. So I can know more than more than I do. But that's going to do it for the Hayden Kulik Power Hour. That's not an hour. Uh, thanks again for joining the show, my friend. No problem. Let's finish off now with Buzzer Beater. In baseball, opening day was last Thursday, and so far, baseball games are being completed, on average, about 30 minutes quicker. That's mostly due to the pitch clock, which, uh, if you're not familiar with it, pitchers have to pitch the ball in 15 seconds, batters have to be ready with 8 seconds left on the clock, otherwise it's an automatic ball for the ba- for the pitcher, excuse me, or an automatic strike for the hitter. With the Angels, the squad has officially started the season with two series wins and is looking pretty good offensively. Had a rough opening night, but since then has been good in pretty much every other game. With the LA Dodgers, Jason Hayward and Trace Thompson, those two guys are just playing out of their minds right now. I don't know what happened. Dodgers are just able to do anything with anybody and both those guys are playing really well this year finally for the Padres it's been a rocky start for the squad and yes that is a pun because the team played below expectations against the Colorado Rockies moving on to basketball you just heard it from the Hayden Kulik power hour but uh the playoffs are next week and like we said, the Clippers and Lakers, they are taking on each other in a matchup that will be completed by the time this episode comes out. It is tonight when I'm recording this. 
And both teams, whoever wins it, will be one game ahead of the other and will be in the driver's seat to avoid the play-in games. In the world of football, I don't have much to report, to be honest. It's kind of a dead period for the sport. The main headline is the only NCAA team in Canada disbanded this past week. So there's no more NCAA football in Canada. Lastly, in hockey, the wildcard races are coming down to the wire, with the East being a close race between the New York Islanders, Pittsburgh Penguins, and Florida Panthers. With the Anaheim Ducks, there's not much to really report, but Adam Henrique, who is a fan favorite, just was activated off the injured list, so there he is. He gets to play the last week of the season. Lastly, the LA Kings. They have about five games left, and currently they are over 100 points as a team. They are still holding on at hope for winning the conference and being a top seed. However, they're below the Golden Knights and Oilers, only by a few points, and they face the Golden Knights next, but they just lost to Oilers the other night, and uh, it'll be tough for the Kings to make it as the top seed. They will likely go and face the Edmonton Oilers, and Edmonton will have home ice. Our final headline comes from the global world of sports. Uh, Formula One, Max Verstappen won again in Australia this past week, and uh, there was a lot of red flags. You know, there were so many crashes happening. It was really weird to see, but at the end of the day, Verstappen pulled through won the Grand Prix, and he's off to a very, very good start. The final headline for anybody who is a Chelsea fan, I know I am. I'm also just loving to talk about European soccer. Uh, Chelsea fired its second manager, or second head coach of the season, Graham Potter, who was uh, not really good for them. And Chelsea has fallen to mid-table, which means they're about a mediocre team. That's going to do it for this episode of Chew the Clock. As always, you can find any story we have online at viewpointsonline.org. You can also check out our written issue that just came out when this episode comes out. Make sure to go grab one around campus in any of the big orange boxes. Next week is spring break, and so at the moment, I do not know what I'm going to do because I want to provide a quality episode for you, listener, and I do not have the equipment to do that at my house. So uh, you will see whether I have an episode or not. If I do, I will make sure to make it a really good one for you. But if not, you will hear from me in two weeks when I come back to the newsroom. That, though, is going to do it for me. Thanks so much for listening today. And I will... Well, I mean, I you would see me if I did this with any video recording. But uh, you will hear from me next time. Goodbye.